True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Who comes first? Why is putting yourself first so hard? You have an addiction. You put everything and everybody else ahead of you. You allocate some space for yourself, but for the most part, you're consumed with putting everyone else's needs and desires first. And, like all addicts, you lie to yourself that putting yourself first isn't a problem. If you're married, your partner comes first. This could include sexually, pun intended. In your relationship with your kids, they come first. If you don't have any children, your friends come first. If you don't have any friends, then your work comes first. If you work for yourself, your customers come first. If you don't have any customers, then the deal comes first. It's just never you. Your body has been giving you hints for some time, but likely you're not listening because you justify your actions as good. Yep, I did say good because you think that it's good to put other people's needs before yours. Whatever the reason is a big fat who cares. It doesn't matter who comes first. It's just not you. And to really ruffle your feathers, you have the same issues as the full-blown narcissist. What? Do I have your attention now? I should, because you actually enable the manipulators and the narcissists. Yep, you. Not someone else. You. You may think I'm trying to provoke you, but I'm not. Really, I'm not. I sit here having rushed my version of breakfast, which everyone in my family thinks is birdseed. Actually, it's steel-cut oats that aren't properly cooked. Nobody in my family will eat my undercooked one-minute oatmeal because it looks and tastes like birdseed. That's not all. I have a wet head because I didn't have time to properly blow-dry my hair. I did shower and brush my teeth because those are necessities. Blow-drying my hair? Well, that's in the luxury category. This isn't always true, but it is sometimes. You may blow-dry your hair and apply your makeup, but not allow yourself to be first in other areas. Probably, you have your own places where you don't put yourself first. It's kind of silly that you wouldn't take care of yourself first, but there are reasons. All of them, not good. Let's come back to that part where I said that you're actually enabling the manipulators and the narcissists around you. Just in case, you possibly could think that you are a narcissist. Let me tell you that narcissists aren't going to be interested in anything that I have to say. Narcissists aren't going to listen to you either, for that matter. If it's not all about them, it's not interesting. If you get that, then there's no doubt in your mind that you're even close to this category. A narcissist will tell you, for example, I don't care about anybody. I tell everyone that I do care, but I really don't. I couldn't give a crap about anybody. And that's only the start of it. 
Just so you know, I'm quoting this from a person that I actually facilitated who is a narcissist. So unless any of that sounds familiar, you aren't a narcissist. Are we okay to bury that thought? Yet, you are likely to have been fueling others who are takers of your energy. If you're putting others first, narcissists and manipulators are going to line up to take from you. The nice thing is, once you put yourself first, all of this goes away. Before we prematurely jump to the other side, realize that offering others energy can be habit-forming. It can feel real nice to help others. But when you do this, absent of putting yourself first, you're going to feel drained. This should be a pretty big clue, so remember it. In this moment, I'm thinking of a woman who grew up with a narcissistic father. As a result, there's a certain comfort with her being in a relationship with her spouse where she is expected to be second fiddle. Whatever her husband needs comes first, and whatever her needs are, well, they come sometimes. It's not too extreme. It wasn't like it was with her father, and because of that, it's not as out of balance. To me, it looks like a picture hanging on the wall that is one inch too low on one side. When pictures hang constantly crooked after a time, you may draw comfort in that that this is how all pictures hang. If you have any experiences like I'm describing, your stomach might feel funky, and now you know why. In terms of relationship, like the crooked picture, it's uneven. I like this term, because in a healthy relationship with others and yourself, it's going to look level. I describe partners as two people that are 100% in. This is vastly different than business partnerships, where it's impossible to even have a partnership at more than 50% each. 50-50 just doesn't work in real partnerships. And, for the record, they hardly work in business either. At one point or another, someone, usually the minority partner, becomes unhappy with the arrangement. If you don't already know it, I put something quite dangerous before you. If you're in a relationship where you've chosen to be the minority, or less than 100% yourself, there's a danger the relationship might blow up. Okay, I have disclosed what most people fear most, especially those who are holding themselves in a minority position. And they'll even justify themselves with something like, it's better to be a part of something than to be part of nothing. This quote, all by itself, does have some logic. However, if you're not putting yourself first, this quote and any reasoning to support it won't work. Here's why. The moment you put yourself first, there will be a change. These changes are made available to you and everyone around you. If you put yourself in a submissive position, and you are now stepping forward to claim equal space, you will either be met in this new empowerment or the other. The other can consist of being attacked, shamed, made to feel unworthy, or even, how dare you? In every case of the other, If this pertains to you, you have to be willing to let everyone make their own choice. This is a big deal. So much of the time, those who are putting others first are doing it for the good of something. As I've already stated, it's not good for the individual not putting themselves first. If you're married and have children, maybe you're not rocking the boat because of the kids. Such was the case of my own mother. When I was 18, my parents conducted a very serious meeting 
whereby my brother and I learned of our parents' choice to separate. Little did we know that this was language to have us get used to the fact that our parents were actually way down the path of getting an all-out divorce. A little later, and after my mom was feeling much more brave to express her true feelings, she said, I wanted to divorce your father when you were 10 years old, but I didn't because I felt you and your brother were too young. It's beautiful sentiment, but it has a wicked backlash. Let me share with you why. Because my mom not putting herself first was not only a pothole in her road to happiness, it washed out the only possible path to her being truly happy. There was no happiness. And if you observe clearly, this included me, being one of her children, being used as an excuse to her unhappiness. Let me put this in another context. I never told my mom she couldn't divorce my father. I wasn't consulted. At 10 or even at 18 years of age. And I think this is as it should be. I have different relationships with my parents. I don't need to be involved or even consulted in the romantic affairs as they were adults who dated, married, and had kids. This all predated me. However, the idea that I'm causing my mom's unhappiness, or that she had to wait to get a divorce because I wasn't old enough, whatever age that is, isn't in balance. I'm putting this forth because there are a lot of adults not putting themselves first because of the kids. This isn't just because of mom and dad romantic reasons either. There could be other reasons. For example, career, lifestyle, travel, and a whole bunch more. My point, even in respect of my parents going in different directions romantically, is everyone has the choice to put themselves first. Moms who think that they are saving or honoring their kids by not putting themselves first are only teaching their kids the very thing that they want to be free of. This is a silly contradiction. Imagine if in the case of my own mother, if she had said, I'm not putting myself first, and I intend to change that. Once upon a time, this decision may or may not have drawn my parents back together as husband and wife. Again, this is up to them. Maybe my father couldn't approve of his wife's declaration to be a full-fledged 100% partner, but then again, that would be his choice. Further, as one of the two kids, we get to choose. Historically, I didn't choose so well, and I followed my mother's lead and constantly put myself in compromising, submissive positions. When I did grow up, and I'm not still certain what that age is either, I found that I've adopted some of the same anger that mom employed for her unhappiness. It wasn't anger that made my mom or even me unhappy. It was in not putting ourselves first. Respectfully, this took me a minute, not only to figure out, but to actually make the change where I do put myself first. That said, how far have I come if I won't allocate time to blow dry my hair or eat something better than birdseed for breakfast? Of course, I'm teasing. But again, I'm also being serious. Putting yourself first is more than a hope. What's really amazing to me is how putting yourself first is so compartmentalized. I can't blow dry my hair, but you can. I take time for myself to meditate every day, but perhaps you can't. Of course you can, but you know what I mean. What's really interesting is how a lot of the time we make these choices based upon competitive behavior. You know, this for that. This takes us in a whole different direction. Or does it? Lack is the basis for all competitive behavior. Imagine putting yourself first that isn't competitive with your time, space, or money. 
If you see it from this new perspective, it's the only way to go. Putting yourself first isn't narcissistic. It's just putting your thoughts, desires, and life first. Now that we're here and you're giving some attention to putting yourself first, let's do something kind of cool. Can you name in what areas you don't put yourself first? Think of Benjamin Franklin's invention of the pro-con worksheet. In the left pro column, let me have you list things or areas where you do put yourself first. In the right column, at the top of the column, list out areas where you don't put yourself first. Can I be blunt? You may have a hard time writing anything down in the right column, and most people won't even try. Why? Because if you list where you aren't putting yourself first, it may add to something that you don't want to see. Hiding these truths isn't the answer. If you do this, or you try this, you'll find yourself angry too. My mom didn't know why she was so mad, but if this is you, you do know why. You don't have to be angry because you're not putting yourself first. Take out a piece of paper right now, fold it in half, or draw a line separating the halves. At the top column on the left-hand side, put the sentence, areas I put myself first. On the top of the column on the right-hand side, write the sentence, areas I don't put myself first. This exercise won't take long, and it will prove invaluable in getting those annoyances, molehills, or even big mountains out of the way. It will feel great to get yourself into the position of being first. Stop trying to make everything and everybody else comfortable by your being small, submissive, or even accommodating. Everything will change if you put yourself first. Your relationships will change, and they will be better. The relationships will go away because once upon a time you gave all of your energy and support of them without ever allowing yourself to be placed in the first position, will go. Say goodbye and do so in honor. If you're angry, fine, but when you're ready, drop it. Allow yourself to be first in everything you do. If you really want to change the world, it starts right here, right now. Make your assessment list of where you do and don't put yourself first, and make an action plan to change this. (laughs) I promise to stop eating birdseed and to start blow-drying my hair in the morning. If you likewise make your changes, I hope you can see the humor in not putting yourself first. If this applies to you, it's because you were taught to do so, or you assume that this would be of help or for the good of others. If you really want to look good, take a step and honor yourself in love in this way. It's deeply encouraged that we all make these changes now by putting yourself first. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.